on this week's episode. Find out how many birthday parties Fun Spot hosts each year. Is pickleball about to take over Orlando and the Olympics? Plus, we sit down with Maribel Ortiz to discuss what flower we are, how to preserve your arrangement, and the importance of education in your own field. I'm Maribel Ortiz, and you're listening to Swag and Repeat. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Hey guys, you're listening to Swag and Repeat. We're coming to you taped from the Orlando headquarters of AFR That's Furniture right. Rental. Yes. Yes, American Furniture Rental. Yes. Furniture AFR. Rental. AFR. American Furniture Rental. American Furniture Rental. It's all in lowercase. Is that right? I don't know. Is the, it? <laughs> there's a big sign line. <laughs> That's what I'm looking at. Oh, Uh-oh. the AFR part is the all AFR in lowercase. Is, is that intentional, right? Uh, sure. You it's know? to get the little table in but, between. Yeah, do you see the table? You see? Oh my God. I did not <gasps> see that. It's hidden. That's like the FedEx thing. Like where there's yes. a hidden arrow in it. Exactly. Wow. I totally missed that. Now you I learn see something that. new every day. That's... Okay. But is there a sofa and a chair in the F if you tilt your head? Wow. <laughs> You're getting really into it, Selena. Maybe. I okay. love it. Sure. It can be if you want there to be. Yeah, we can. We uh-huh. can go with that. Uh-huh. So AFR. Secrets. Not as intentional as the table, though. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 166. Thanks for having us here. You're welcome. This I'm is happy. Nice. To We're going to get like a tour later, like the sure. warehouse and see where Absolutely. all the furniture is. VIP status. How many you pieces of see... furniture do you have? Oh my gosh. Thousands. Thousands. Thousands upon thousands upon In this thousands. Little building? It's probably not little. It probably goes really far back. So we have 26 buildings in America. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, tying back in the America part. Um, but we have lots of buildings across the country. Um, but yes, we we have thousands of pieces here in the Orlando building. All right, we're going to check that out. Yes. I want to see this. I want to see all the I want you to count them. I will. I'll count them. <laughs> It'll be here all afternoon, but I will do it. If this is your first time listening, to give you an idea of what to expect, we recap the networking events that cover Orlando's meeting and events industry. We chat about the breaking news topics and gossip within the meetings industry and we always have guests we have a, a great guest today hello i'm em- maribel ortiz with, oh, I'm, um, Emerald yeah, I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> she's taking your job she's coming i just for wanted you. to see what you would say but yeah we have a great <laughs> guest today maribel ortiz co-founder of emerald gardenia yeah that's am i right. saying that right yeah emerald gardenia that's such a cool name oh, thank you can you just tell us a little bit about where that name came from i'm um, so my favorite color is green i'm a Big fan of uh, Mother Nature and the green obviously is found everywhere. And uh, gardenia is my favorite flower. So did a combination of uh, emerald, the stone, and then gardenia. So when I say, um, when I'm introducing our company, I usually say emerald gardenia and then, oh, like the stone and the flower. So kind of helps people. They get so, it. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's good to know that that's your favorite flower. That's yes. going to kind of tie in with our question of the week soon. <laughs> All right. If you don't know, you can find our old shows, leave five-star reviews, and share our podcast by subscribing to us on... SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Yeah, it's pretty good. Plenty of options, plenty of choices. Most importantly, you can keep up with us and interact with our hosts and listeners on our Facebook page. Swag and repeat. Or follow us on Instagram by searching for Swag and repeat. I'm one of your three hosts, Dave Buckaloo of Buckaloo Hospitality. Joining me to my left today is Selena Mullinex. Hello. How are you? Great, thank you. Court events? Yes. Furnishing? Sure. Yep. Perfect. Still there? Still there. Love to check on that. (laughs) Then we have Amanda Feliciano. With AFR. Furniture rental. Furniture rental. Yes. How are you? I'm great. Good. Thanks for joining us. And then again, we have our guest today, Maribel Ortiz, co-founder of Emerald Gardenia. Sorry. Well, we always start our show with a question of the week. And our question of the week, we took a quiz before the show. One of those silly BuzzFeed quizzes. Remember that? I don't know if they're still around. I think Is so. Uh, maybe They've got to be. Maybe I like, unfriended them on Facebook. I never see them anymore, but I probably will now because we're talking about it. There's My a quiz for is... everything. But there is. There's and a quiz listening. for everything. Yes. And there's a quiz for what is your what is your flower, right? <laughs> yes. Based on your or, personality, Based supposedly. on your personality, what is your flower? So Amanda Feliciano, what is your flower? My flower is a tulip. It says that I'm unique and talented. I have an adventurous spirit and I'm full of life. And I always remain true to myself. Do you think that reflects correctly on you? Um, at this time, being in February, I don't know about full of life. I'm full of work <laughs> right now. <laughs> full of business um, is good. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so life through work, but sure, more or less. Okay. I feel like it's pretty accurate. I like that. Selena, what about you? Hi. So I got the Aster. I've never, I've never heard, heard of, of this. Um, it's spelled A-S-T-E-R. So... 
It says that I have impeccable sense of style. I love standing out in a crowded room, being the center of attention, and I'm not afraid to try new things. Okay, that nailed it right on the... Really? Right? Don't you I think don't so? know about like seeking to be the center of tension. I, I think she just happens to she's be in the center. everything. Yes, but I don't feel like it's I lo- to yeah. get. She's I don't not like I an attention it. seeker. I don't think I, I love it. I that. think it happens. Yeah. You manifest it. Mm, yeah, maybe. Okay. All right. It's just a natural side effect. We right. can go with that. It's Aster. All right. But I Mine, like the first part. Mine's just ridiculous. So uh, I, okay. <laughs> I'm curious next. to know. I got, I got the rose, which I've heard of the rose. <laughs> You're ambitious. Okay, I can go with that. And can be a real baddie sometimes. <laughs> You're a baddie. <laughs> I'm a baddie. <laughs> you love romance. I mean, I don't hate it, but it's not like something I seek out or anything. <laughs> and have a tendency to fall hard and fast. Okay. Wow. <laughs> but I have a huge heart. Okay. Okay. I can go with that. Accurate. All right. All right. Some of that's good. I don't know. What about you? I got exactly the same rose. You got the rose too. I did. <laughs> so are you a baddie? <laughs> yes, she is. I, I think we all have um, that um, black and white personality. So <laughs> Okay. What about the romance part? The romance? Yeah, I like can be. but romantic? I, I can be. It, it really depends if you... I'm, I'm usually more of just focused on, on what I'm doing and I just... Uh, for me to be to get to that like romantic side of me even with my son I, I tend to be a little bit more on the not as like lovey-dovey and touchy you know so okay just, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah parts i yeah i with with selena with uh the aster i can see the significance i, I think it does um suit you in but the, I, I would probably choose a different flower for you coming from. Had from you heard of the flower aster? Yeah, it's 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 very common, and then surprise the, the description doesn't necessarily match the. Uh, but they said, oh, obviously, like, it's BuzzFeed, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think that Maribel needs to create her own flower quiz. Let, I, I never thought of that. That would be a I fun think that would activity, be fun. like, in your email signature. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have free time, or are you curious? That's a great idea. Thank you. That's Actually, awesome. That's a really I love good that idea. idea. Thank yeah, you. A little something extra. This is why we're here. All right, that's a wrap, you guys. <laughs> yeah, we, we can just call it a day. All right, so we always like to go over some of the events that happen. Amanda, you were at everything. That's why you're so busy. Okay, no. That you is weren't? not true, but well, I was what at event one. were you at? Okay. I was at... It was the Business Journal one, right? The Business of Sports yes, Journal? Yes, Orlando Business Journal. And it was an amazing panel. We talked about pickleball. We um, They're talking about going from playing to spectating and even broadcasting. So that's broadcasting exciting. Broadcasting pickleball. Yes. Okay. Yep. That's, uh, you know, in action or in the works. Um, I also found out that there is a Soto location that is going to be opening this year for, I believe it's like six courts for pickleball. And I'm very excited. I've never played pickleball, but it's on my radar to learn and to maybe get involved. I need to add some fun in my life. And I feel like that's the perfect avenue. So it's right around the corner. I saw that article that you you gave us about the pickleball coming to Soto. Yeah. And I guess the court size allows for four pickleball courts for the size of one tennis court. Okay. So, um, t- is that right? Or? Two. <clears throat> is it two I don't know. Four? The diagram had four of them in there. So Sure. I mean, if they're building six of them, I mean, that, that's probably not even that big of a space. So, they could probably build a bunch more. Okay. So, could- my number of six is probably inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I guess maybe it's right. Six. I mean, it could be right. I, mean, I guess maybe six. Some but they'll space. have food and beverage stuff too, and it's right next to Target. Hello, perfect. Well, that is perfect, right near that Soto Target. Yeah, okay, you're right. It's four. Okay. It is four. Yeah. So four in the size of one tennis court. So it's gonna take over everything. Yeah. It's gonna take pickleball everywhere. Yes. Have you played pickleball, Selena? Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Are you good at it? No. no. Selena's gonna teach me sports ball with Selena. Yeah. Pickleball edition. <laughs> it's fun. Like. The very front is called the kitchen sink. <laughs> okay. Like the front section. Um, so sometimes you can hit there and sometimes you can't hit there and it's out. Oh, really? um, so there's different rules. There's rules about like when you're first, when you're the server. So, you know, you rotate. Sure. I think that's normal in tennis. Yes. So when you're serving, it has to bounce back. It has to bounce and then mm-hmm. it has to bounce back. But every other time it doesn't have to bounce. So there's all kinds of rules. The, there's also one where like the spotter, Whoever's the person sitting on the sideline watching to see if it's in or out, whatever they say goes. And so if you don't have a fifth person, then whoever on your team is the other one that didn't hit it, they're automatically the spotter. And they have to say, was it in or out? And if you don't call out, then it was in. 
And so you have to pay attention because where I'm standing on my side, it might look like it went in, but on your side, you could truly see what it did, you know, yeah. if it's on the line or not. If it's on the line, it counts. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of rules and it's super intense and people get professional with it. There's It's obviously a professional sport now. Um, and there's people of all ages, all like mobility types, all um, – levels like there's so many people that play pickleball so it's all very together inclusive, yeah like everyone that. is friends have you played Maribel? i never heard of pickleball until just now so i'm, <laughs> I'm curious to know I was, okay, i'm so always finding new ways to entertain our family and yes it's just, well usta they have like they have a kids it. um camp program too mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. well you could play pickleball there yeah because that's where we go to buy material equipment yeah. um because they have the best ones but the, you sound like a pro. I know. I'm not. I just am involved. You're like the pickleball champion. I'm not. Of swagger. Um, but you're, you know how in tennis you have a racket and it has like wires and holes? Mm-hmm. In pickleball, it's like a paddle. Like a racquetball. Kind of. No, not even racquetball. Like, like um, ping pong. It's like ping, like pong. ping pong. Yep. Yeah. So it's like a ping pong paddle. So you have to think about that. And then your ball is it's wafty is the word i want to use it has holes in it waffle yeah it's like a, like waffle. a wiffle ball wiffle, wiffle. wiffle ball. there you maybe go maybe that's it yeah okay. <laughs> so it's not so it a doesn't tennis move ball. as quick right that's why you can there's holes in it so there's i don't know if you whack it things there so it's an adjustment and then you have different types of paddles that people use and it's like titanium and plutonium i don't oh. know what people are doing wow so, so some of the question was, will it eventually become an Olympic sport, Olympic yes, sport, it will. or NCAA? And then eventually, will the NLP and the POA merge? Wow, guys. <laughs> a lot of acronyms. This is um, a lot for us. This is all discussed at this panel. Found, yeah. That, oh, that's just a portion. Okay, oh, okay. So moving on, we talked about all of our bowl games. We have lots of snack bowl snack food bowl games we are the snack bowl food yeah. capital of the we bowl. love partners that are edible Ooh. i liked that did you see um so we had the pop tart bowl for the first time exactly. this year did you see how they celebrated like the they awarded the, no, the, did maybe. you see the mascot number one yeah okay yeah. so mascot was a big giant um pop tart yeah. okay so then at the very end when they won whoever won, I don't know. They had the Pop-Tart go into like a fake toaster and then come out and then it was actually a sheet pan of edible Pop-Tart. That oh, nice. Ate. What a time to like, be you alive. Look at what that. a time to be alive. Yeah. Can we get like the Haribo gummy bear bowl? That's what we want? Yes. Yes, definitely. Is that a thing yet? It What's the other one? No, Albonsi. Ooh, the better one? I can't yes. pronounce that one though. I don't I think just, those are better. Is you it, think those are better? Yes. No, it's, I do. I agree. This. Oh, I, no. it's a better one. I think we should do okay. Next time, we're going to do a test. blind taste test, and we'll see which one. Okay. You can even smell the that. difference. It's so much better. Yeah. Okay. I never really <laughs> discriminated against any gummy bears, but once I had the Albonce one, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. It's far superior. Okay. Um, but one last takeaway too was um, I loved that they talked about even in their specific um, industry and being sports, they talked about that the collaboration here in Orlando is unlike other cities that won't even talk to each other. So I love that that goes even beyond the event industry, just like collaboration. I feel like that's just what Orlando breathes. We want these sports events. Yes, and we do. And we'll do what we can do and we'll build what we need to build and exactly. renovate what we need to renovate to get them. Yep. And it seems to be a consensus and yep. that's what got voted on and that's where we're going. So good. Yeah. Good for them. That's awesome. How was the varsity club? Oh, amazing. Was that, right? Per usual. Yeah. Pretty cool place. Mm-hmm. Did you guys do the furniture for it? There was no furniture. There's no furniture. They There's have, tables and chairs. Yeah, which they have there. Yeah. It's part of the venue. So it works out. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I saw Arthur's was the caterer. Yep. So that's fun. Fantastic. It's always good. Um, earlier that week, MPI Orlando was at Fun Spot for an After Five event. I know you were there. That was super fun. Was it fun? Obviously. It yeah. should be fun. It's Fun Spot. It was just, I mean, Renee and the team at Fun Spot went all out for our team. Um, the menu, of course, said you would get some light appetizers and two drink tickets. Okay. Um, we got three course pairing food. Or three different types. It wasn't courses. So mm-hmm. we, there was like empanada. It was there was chicken empanadas. There was um, and they make this food there. Yeah, okay. they had um, you think sausage. they just have like hot dogs and stuff? Yeah, and- which they have all that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also had beignets. 
And then each of these three had their own drink that went with it. So you had a sangria, a hurricane, and an espresso martini. And then you had your two drink tickets. So wait, you you could have got five drinks. (laughs) Yes. That was the problem. Um, But it was so much fun. Um, They gave us unlimited. So it was supposed to be, again, only one hour of unlimited play or whatever. But we had You can play as long as you want. Yep. So they have four go-karts. Um, They talked about the different rides and events that they do and indoor, outdoor. My, I was shocked for like a good hour there because between their three facilities that they actually have, um, there's two here in Orlando, they do 5,000 birthday parties a year. That I believe. Wow. 5,000 is a lot. That is a lot. That's so much. Where where are the two in Orlando? Oh, Orlando is Orlando and Kissimmee. Oh, okay. You said Atlanta? Atlanta. Atlanta has one. Okay, I got you. Okay. So do people bring groups there? People bring groups because- Like a buyout and stuff? Yeah. So they showed us a space like you're in between all the roller coasters and there's this like cocktail reception space. It's just open. So you can have events there. They also have an entire lawn and a stage, like a built-in stage for concerts, music, you know. They have all that just there. Do they really? Um, It's family owned, which is cool. And they usually don't open until like- I don't know, two o'clock or something later, you know? So during the daytime, you can have corporate groups. Makes hmm. sense? Mm, it's so cool. Did it's you get on this slingshot, uh, Selena? Um, I got on none of that because <laughs> alcohol. I was <laughs> going to say that when you said five drinks, I was counting. And it I, was, that just sounds like it's a... It was fun. I know some people like to to get drunk and then go on, on like roller coasters it's and stuff. That's just not my but... thing. I feel like I would pass out immediately right. after. So I just, I, it, well, my brain went into... This mode of, you know, when you watch um, Final Fantasy, the the sport, hold on. Final Destination? Pause. No. You know how when you watch the cars that go really fast, those movies, like Fast and Furious? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fast and Furious. <laughs> and then after that, you're supposed to get in your car and drive slowly, like you're supposed, like legally. <laughs> That's hard. So then I didn't know how I was supposed to go on go-karts, but then go in my car where I'm not supposed to hit someone. And oh, so I didn't do it. <laughs> We need to create a sticker. I was just at Fun Spot. Watch out. Watch out. (laughs) Not a bad idea. It was so much fun. It was great. Um, I definitely recommend everyone check out Fun Spot. They have um, not, so they're not called annual passes, but the the other version. No, it's like annual, but better. Season pass. They do season passes. Season passes. Yeah. How's that better? Um, because of when the expiration date is. So an annual pass lasts you a full year. Mm-hmm. And even when something about weather, I don't know. Season pass is better. But mm-hmm. aren't seasons shorter than years? <laughs> then maybe you only want to go for the good season. Maybe the price is better. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Maybe it changes. Okay. See, I wish Disney did have like a season pass. Because there's like, See? I, I want to go for three months and then I'm done. Exactly. And then maybe like seven months later, I'll go for another three months. Right. Like that would be a good deal. Anyway, so that event happened. Um, and I feel like there's one more, but I can't see. GMF, it. did you guys go with me to the pizza? How was pizza? Tell us about it. A lot it. of pizza. It was so delicious. Too much. It's always good to see George. So events for the rest of the month, we have NACE Orlando. They're going to be at JoJo's Shake Shack on the 27th. Yes, they are. Will you be out of that one? They are shaking up networking. Is that their slogan? Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you think they'll have a like St. Patrick's Day sh- shake? No, it's still February, so. But you, I mean, you got to have it for a couple weeks up to it. McDonald's <laughs> already released their shamrock shake. Oh, well, of course. They're trying to make that last as long as possible. I don't know. TBD, might, you have to yeah. come and find out. Okay, come check know. it out. See let what we know. got. <laughs> what about anything else here? We got Experience Kissimmee. Yes. They... Feliciano and me are going to this one. Yes. Of course Already you are. signed up. They recently announced that they're going back to the paddling center at Shingle Creek on March 12th for a kayaking trip. This is such a cool place. I specifically remember Dave raving about this event, and I was very bummed to miss it the first time around. So as soon as I saw this, I signed up right away. We're I didn't gonna, even check my calendar. We're going to get our kayaks out there. <laughs> we're going like, to tip each matter. other over. I will be we're there. play with the alligators. It's yes. going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. Sure. Have fun with that part. <laughs> and when is this, uh, the paddling? March 12th. It's going to okay. be March 12th down in Kissimmee. Oh, that sounds great. March 13th. This was just released. It's not even on this calendar yet. It was just released. Visit Orlando. The very next day, they're going to be at Charlie's Steakhouse. Yep. Bought my ticket for that, too. Yeah, that one looks good. That menu is killer. <laughs> what are you going to get, Dave? Steak. Shocker. I'm not getting a salmon. Are you kidding? <laughs> Which Charlie's is it? Do you know? 
I don't. I, I drive? Just, I just registered without even looking. Same. I didn't yeah, look either. Okay, then we got Ilea. They're doing a high tea. Do that looks fun. That looks very fun. Speak the tea. I love the play on words like there. Like an afternoon tea or something like that? Or yeah. Is that what we're thinking? Okay. It's at 11.30 a.m., but we can pretend it's afternoon. Yeah. Skull's going to be at the Orlando Magic game. That sounds fun. Yeah. Why don't we have an Orlando Magic event for- We have before. Visit Orlando did one one year. Sure. I know MPI has And GMID, right? Yeah. Last year. Oh, GMID. That's what yeah. it was. Wasn't it Solar Bears though? No. Oh. Maybe you're right. I think it was Solar Bears, that which is good right. too. They yeah. blend together. We'll do that. <laughs> uh, our friends at the wedding venue map, they're going to be at Celebration Gardens for a Wedducation workshop. Did I say that right? Yeah. Wedducation? Yeah. I would say, yeah, Wedducation. Okay. Uh, what else do we have here? And then that next night, NASA Orlando is back. So this is now March 26th. You have NASA Orlando at the Aloft Lake Nona with a panel on travel hacks. This is going to be the social event of the season. This sure. is the one you want to go the to. Season, the specifically. season, specifically. This season, not the annual. Yeah. The social, event. <laughs> social event of the season. We're going to have a panel. Who's on that panel, Selena? We have Heidi Brumbach. I know her. We have Joe Fostock. I know her. Michelle Granger. I definitely know her. And Dave Buckaloo. I know him. Oh. And you're the All moderator, the cool right? We shall see. TBD. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or you. Coming soon. Feliciana. TBD. I was just going to say you're going to be the rose of the group. Oh. oh. You probably <laughs> the are. The baddie? <laughs> 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 Already in enough trouble. Right. What else we got? GMID date was announced for MPI. They're putting on an event. Any details on where that one's going to be? Is that still a secret? It's still a secret. We'll find that out. But it's going to be April 11th. Yes. And then Rosen College, Rosen alumni, they're going to have their hospitality nights. It was announced for April 17th. Yep. That's a fun one. So Rosen College puts on, or Rosen alumni puts on a signature event every single year. It's one you should not miss. It's so fun. Um, you don't have to be an alum to be there. It's for anybody in the industry. And this year's theme is past, present, future to celebrate Rosen College campus 20 years. Okay. Do we know who's going to be there? Is there presenter or speaker there will be it'll be a panel okay past present future and it will be moderated by brandy gar oh very cool that'll be fun yeah all right very neat uh visit orlando they're gonna have a member meet up at tom's watch tom's watch bar what is that it's a new bar Oh, do you get to people watch? Is that the entire concept? So it's not a wristwatch. I was going to say, maybe it's a wristwatch. I don't know. But when know. I think Tom's, I think of shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just this figured it a mystery. was a guy. We're going to have to get to the bottom of this one. Yeah. There's a lot of events. A lot of events. I'm Check out our calendar. Paradigm Party Band puts out this great calendar for us every week. We usually release it on Monday or Tuesday, so check that out. All right. Uh, moving on to the next section, we have some news. We have the Rosen Hotel celebrates 50 years. Is that right, Selena? So, yeah, Rosen Hotels just celebrated 50. They put together an event, and Harris Rosen was there, um, and they talked about their history and where they are now. I think, um, I joked to somebody, but I think that Rosen Hotels and Resorts has become, it's no longer, I mean, it is a family business, but it's more like a brand, like a people know it. It's not just something in Orlando anymore. Um I think they've done a great job at sharing who they are and what they can do 50 years now. That's crazy. So what year did it open? I can't do that math, but I feel like 50 years ago, we also had like Disney and like so many things were started. Probably like 1974 would be my guess. That sounds about right. So he had the foresight to build all these hotels three years after Disney. You probably started with one. Yeah, you start with one. Yeah, that's probably how it went down. Um, Yeah. And then here he is 50 years later. Yeah. Still doing it. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's a new range, golf range. Yeah. The Omni Champions Gate. Yep. I think they have 30 bays, 30 golf bays. So I think it's similar to Top Golf, and it's called Eagle's Edge. They had their grand opening. Yeah. Okay. So do you have to be a guest there to, to go to this? I don't it, think so. So you could just drive on up. Sure. I mean, golf. maybe call and just make sure you get all the correct information. Don't quote me. But um, <laughs> we have an inside source there. So a that's little why. inside, sure. But I do know that they are also catering a lot to events and conferences um, and groups and things like that. Um, so I think they're, it's going to be multifaceted. I think they're still working through all of that. But that's very actually exciting. a great idea for your group. So do you think it, have you seen it? 
in not in person yet. No. Do you think it'll be like six people can golf at the same time, kind of like Top Golf? Or is yeah, it more I think smaller? so. Maybe. Six. Yeah. So yeah, if you do the math great. real quick, that's like a group of 180 can go there and yeah. Play and if you're already and, on site at the Omni yeah. for your conference, or if you're nearby, don't they also have like sports fields and stuff? Yes. Like they're really thinking of like yes. what will bring a group there because they're mm-hmm. unfortunately they are kind of far. Yep. From everything, but they're, so once you're there, you can stay there. That's yeah. They're getting smart about that. So yeah. it's good for them. I like to hear that. Yeah. All right, CSI, the DMC, they have some news. Their their general manager, or what is Hope? Hope is their president? She is, yes. Now she president. was recently named the president of yeah. CSI DMC. She has some awards. Yeah, so she was also just named um, one of the top 50 women leaders of Orlando for, so congratulations. I mean, this. Top 50 of of everything, not just our industry. Exactly. All women leaders All in women. Orlando. That's pretty yep. darn good. That's right. Yeah. Woman power. Okay. Women power. I love it. <laughs> love to see it just before um, International Women's Day. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Hello, Florida. Not to be outdone. They've also taken home some awards. Yes. So at the special event, Cater Source, that happened in Austin recently, um, Hello Destination Management won for Best Event Production, which, I mean, I feel like there's probably a lot of people that submitted for that one. Um, And if you have a chance to check out, I think there's a video that they're posting around. um, Hello might be changing or hello might be posting it. Um, It was so well done. It's very theatrical. It was at uh, Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center in the new ballroom. So the ballroom that's all like wooden and great sound. That one. Oh, okay. Is that Steinman's Hall? Yes, that one. I think so. All right. Tourism expected to take a little bit of a dive down for March and April, citing the timing and placement of Easter, which we have no control over that. It just happens to be like right on the cusp of the two months, March and April. And then the solar eclipse saying that people might go other where, not Orlando, because we don't really, we're not in the path of the, the solar eclipse. Okay. So when you travel, do you look at that? Because I've never once Googled that. No, because it happens like every seven years and then doesn't happen for like 30 years so there is going to be one in 2045 that comes to orlando okay so you can go to that one so we're looking forward to that yeah it's like 21 21 years from now so all right but if your tourism numbers drop a little bit that's what they're blaming it on not on anything else so just so you know that some other news selena is going to help select the new dean for the rosen college Uh uh-huh tell us about that it's happening Um, You're on the search committee for the new dean? No pressure. I know. Holy Um, moly. Like you got asked by like the top people at UCF, like like Mr. UCF. Multiple times because I didn't know what it was at first. First, I thought it was like a mass email out to everybody, like very generalized. um, And I didn't reply. So then they followed up with me and made it more personal. You ignored this person? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know. Selena. I get so many emails. So and let me tell you, the scammers out there are scamming. They are scamming. So they you got to be careful what links you click. Right. And I also don't know, you know, when I when I think of myself and my qualifications and who I am, I don't know if I'm the best person to help pick a new dean for a college. Are you kidding? Right. So the more I think about it, <laughs> you're like I the guess. best person. Like, I mean, there's probably four people I can think of, and you'd be one of them. So. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, but I do. So, what I do know right now, um, they're just now forming the committee. It'll go out, it'll take, I would say, at least. It's a like a seven-month process. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe um, a year, but yeah. They told me it would take several hours every month of volunteerism. Um, but I do know the committee is also made up of current students, current staff, alumni. You know, they try to do a variety of people in there. It's good. It's a big decision. Yeah. Got to get the right dean. I know. That's their third dean. Great. Right. I've been – actually, I'm technically on my third because there's an interim right now. Um, yeah. And I am a student. So this is my third dean at this university. Crazy. You're so impacted by the deans. So I know. That's why you, it's important that you make that decision. That's why they chose someone experienced to pick the next that's one. That's good. That's an honor. That's great. <laughs> All right. A couple of new jobs locally to talk about. Danielle Monroe, the newest sales account manager for Top Golf. Got to compete with that Omni. That's Got right. Some you know big guns there for that. <laughs> uh, promotion. Talking more about Rosen College. Our good friend Kyle Traeger, which we're tr- going to try and get on the show. Did I say his name right? Traeger? Yeah. Traeger? Okay. He is now the director of development with the Rosen College. Another new job for Nicolette Evans, sales manager with Swan and Dolphin. 
Congratulations. Great hotel. I'm actually going to stay there that weekend that the solar eclipse is happening because oh. the room rates are down. So if you want to staycation, okay. April 6th, 7th, I think oh, is the time frame. That's a great point. Yeah, the Swan and Dolphin. Swan was very affordable. Oh. So look into it. I'm looking into this. Yeah. Uh, Selena, do you have any new jobs or anything to announce? Uh, yeah. So if you're looking for a job, uh, Splitsville is hiring a group and event sales manager. Orlando Weekly is looking for an event manager. Experience Kissimmee is hiring a senior event planner. And last but not least, Fun Planners is looking for an event sales coordinator. Ooh, I have an, another one. Renaissance Orlando at SeaWorld is hiring a sales coordinator as well. What's the job at Experience Kissimmee? Experience Kissimmee is for a senior event planner. Hmm. Are you trying okay. to think who left? Well, we do know who left. But oh, maybe they're just so busy they're getting more? Maybe. I don't know. You're so Who busy. Knows? Good. Good There's a lot out there. Um, I know you do probably have to know people or find it or get there, but um, a lot of people are looking for some good talent. Jackson and Emily hinted at some great events that are coming up, and they just wouldn't tell me. Like, I kept asking huh. what they're going to be, but the paddling thing came, so that's, yep. that's yep. there. So they're working on that. So I think they're bringing back a lot of their great events. So Love to hear it. Excited to see. I hope they hire somebody amazing. So time for our guests. We have Maribel Ortiz, co-founder co-founder of Emerald Gardenia. That's if you're right. the co-founder, it must be a second founder, right? Or well, yes. maybe more? It's uh, my husband, Hugo. Hugo. Um, yep. Hugo Ortiz? That's it. <laughs> okay. So the two of you combined forces. You took over another floral company that was here in Orlando. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, so I uh, worked at Leading Floral for about, um, had been working there for about 15 years. And uh, Lee, uh, the original owner uh, wanted to semi-retire, and he was building a venue in Sorrento. It's beautiful, BLB Hacienda. And uh, he offered the business to um, us, and we took over starting 2018. And then we all know what happened a couple of years later. The pandemic came. Everything was cut. Cold turkey, no sales. It mm -hmm. just uh, We did our best to keep uh, everything afloat. Didn't work out. We decided to just cut our losses and move on. Okay. And uh, we opened uh, Emerald Gardenia about a month after we, we left Leading Floral. We just didn't have time to sit there and contemplate or, or, or analyze what happened. It's just, let's just move on and do something else. Um, same uh, floral. Gotcha. So you were with Lee James for how long? Uh, 17 years. 17 mm -hmm. years. So, 17 you, years. I mean... You just that was your first job out of college, or no? Actually, okay. Because <laughs> no. I mean, you look really young. So, oh, thank you. I'm 38. <laughs> um, so I started uh, the floral industry back uh, a couple years after graduating from high school. I actually um, did go to a Westside Tech to learn floral, and then uh, Mr. Tommy Murphy hired me uh, in the industry when he used to work at Lo and Behold. Okay. And uh, so that's about 20 years ago. So when you go to yeah, a, a tech school, that. that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> when you go to a tech school to learn about flowers, like what is what is that? What kind of courses do you have? And um, so it's it's a year, and I don't think they offer it anymore. I've been constantly asked to the point where I've, I want to actually do something myself, but I just don't have the time. But I, eventually, I do because I'm very passionate about um, educating as well. Oh, cool. Um, with an industry, so I for sure want to look into that in the future. But in terms of what you learn there, it's just just like with any career, you'd learn the basics, how to cut flowers, how to like the, the just the technical, um, how to make bows. My first bow was so ugly oh. and I was so proud of it, I remember. <laughs> so just basic. And then the best thing you can do, obviously, just like with any career is to actually get an internship. And that's uh, halfway through our um, year, we uh, learned that there was an opening at uh, Lo and Behold. So we, we went, three of us from the school, and we all three of us got hired, started washing buckets and uh, just... Um, Made cool. my way up, and now I own a company. So where where do you learn the process of, like, what flower goes with what? Because, like, you know, I go into Publix, and I buy whatever's in front of me. But, like, you know, you must know, like, what to combine and stuff. And um, just like, how, is that just experience, or is that, like, in that course? Yeah, and then just a little side note uh, and tip. I do love Publix for a lot of things, but not for flowers. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a guy. I'll make a mistake. I, that, that's exactly <laughs> why I'm saying it, because I know a lot of, um, a lot of you out there. <laughs> um, Trader Joe's is a great one, Freshness. Uh, and uh, Whole Foods. Okay. So anyway. So I'm not typing these out because I'm trying to focus on the question. Right. But 
I'm, I'm going to get that list because you said Trader Joe's in the other two places. I've never heard in of In Whole so Foods. Whole Foods, yeah, Whole okay. Foods, definitely yeah. heard of Whole Foods. So they just so have in, a better selection. Yes, and freshness. That's For idiot should, guys yeah. like me that want to be romantics because yeah, I'm just the rose guy. Yeah. And, and those flowers probably last longer than a week? Yes. Because mine from Publix, I'm assuming it was Publix. Um, <laughs> probably. They're starting to droop a little bit today. So I was really sad. And I was like, perfect timing. I get to ask, what can I do to keep these flowers alive a little <laughs> bit longer? I try and rinse out and do the f- flower food and cut an inch oh. off every time or something and remove leaves. Is that really important too? It is. And uh, one of the, going back to education, that's one of the things that I for sure want to focus on. Um, it's about educating our clients uh, and the consumer because uh, we can, flowers die. It's it's normal. Yeah. It's they will. It does, it's anywhere from three to um, seven days is normal. Past that is like you really got a really fresh, uh, and a lot of times it doesn't even have to do with the florist. Uh, there is uh, from when they cut the flower to when it gets to us, it's a long time sometimes. So the base life tends to shorten because talk, of talk the, about that. Like, yeah. where do you get flowers from? Um, so it, I try to buy local if I can. They, we do have a few farmers um, here in they Florida. They actually grow them here in Florida. Yes, um, but almost it's, all it's of very them no, no. It's okay. very limited, and um, there you have Oregon, um, California. It's a big one, but the majority of the flowers around the world and, and here as well uh, come from uh, South America, Ecuador, South America, okay. Colombia. Uh, you have a lot of um, African flowers as well. Um, My favorite, Thailand. Protea. Oh, yes. Where I do did, roses come from? I did from? see it in your bouquet recently. <laughs> Where do roses come from? Uh, the majority, Colombia and Ecuador. Okay. I'm a big fan of Ecuadorian roses. Ecuadorian um, roses. Yeah, they are. They're great. Um, and uh, going back to the question you um, did earlier, Dave, in terms of um, how do I know what to put uh, or how to put stuff together, I, I there's this phrase that I use, um, uh, and it's when I, you're doing an arrangement, if it clicks, it, it's done. Mm-hmm. And and it's a very you develop um, this um, you, your eye needs to to you get to the point where you're designing something and you know that it clicked visually it needs to be balanced it needs to be all the stems need to be it, for me when it comes to longevity I, I that's a big part and I'm I'm constantly doing research to to see how we can make flowers last longer so for me it's not only visually there are these beautiful designs that. Some designers do, but they're not going to last. Okay. And they're great for a photo shoot, and that's fine, but they're not going to last. And I want to make sure that our clients experience the floral arrangement uh, for as long as possible. So it's it's not just about the balance and how pretty it looks, but you also want to make sure that it can last for as long as possible. Okay. And we're going to jump around because I have so many questions. It's weird. With flowers, <laughs> just, it's a topic I, just I don't understand. <laughs> so, you know, I like to, to learn. I think we had someone in the past that did flowers I, I don't recall this before but anyway so who who are your clients are it is it is it brides is it corporate events or is it everything or what do you focus on so we do i feel like we're full service even though we don't necessarily have an actual location um but we do ser- service the retail um clients birthday arrangements you name it anniversaries and then we do have a corporate um Clients as well, DMCs, and um, sometimes we do get uh, reached uh, directly by the uh, clients, and then um, brides as well as uh, uh, event planners, wedding planners. So we do cover a lot of. As I mentioned earlier, I've been doing this for um, twenty years, so I have been fortunate to be able to connect in the past Mm -hmm. um, with a lot of uh, great planners and um, DMCs and. Now in um, Emerald Gardenia, I'm finding myself um, reconnecting with these now mm-hmm. uh, with all these clients that I used to service at my time at um, Lee James Floral, and it's just it, it's that's the key word reconnecting. It's okay now. This is mm-hmm. this is us. This is me, and uh, this is how I'm able to assist you. Uh, so forgive me if I sound naive, no, but please. it seems like a lot of those things. It's very important that the flowers are fresh and beautiful looking, like for one day. So it's not as important that they last. Is, mm, is there anything that's different because of that? Or See, that that is usually the case. But once again, going back to how we at, at Emerald Gardenia are building our, our company, yes, I do think, for instance, a corporate event or a wedding, you there is a different process um, for um, getting that arrangement to the table versus something that needs to last longer, a birthday arrangement to somebody's house. Right. However... 
personally, I do, I want to be mindful that, um, for instance, there's a wedding and um, the mother of the bride wants to take the centerpiece home. Well, I don't want it to die the next day. Right. Okay. I don't. I really, that I think of those things because I want her to, they, they, it's a huge investment sometimes. So whether it's a bud vase or a large arrangement, if they want to take it home, I want them to take it. And, it, and know that it's going to last um, mm-hmm. for a few more days so they can they, they enjoy it. And finally, because when it's wedding day, you probably don't even look at it if you think about it. it just It's a flash and then it's gone. So the next day is when you truly sit there and, and, and you look at it in your kitchen counter or whatever and really look at the colors and the shapes. Or, and, and, it just, and it now it has some meaning because it was part of your daughter's wedding. So it's, uh, I do take, I'm, I'm not a, I don't, my mindset it's never let's just make it last one day okay if you're, if you're around in, in 15 more years when my daughters are Please. coming i'm gonna hire you you're, <laughs> Sounds you're hired away. you had a question <laughs> yeah so i was curious so one question is i know sometimes in the event industry you know your clients have the dream from pinterest and i was curious is that kind of similar in the floral industry do clients show you a picture on pinterest so to your point earlier something might look really good for a photo shoot but is it going to last so just curious if you get those like pinterest dreams that sometimes are just very hard to really execute on a daily basis yeah <laughs> and uh, mainly from social um weddings obviously um not so much from corporate but every once in a while we'll get a corporate one that's the same along the same lines and uh, this is, once again, going back to education. We as an industry need to educate yep. our client, our consumers more for them to see how, it, just to have realistic budgets. And I'm seeing a lot, and I love this, um, a lot of uh, reels on Instagram where they're actually discussing pricing. Yes. That this is what an arch would cost. You have arches that are 5000 10000 or more. And they have their whole budget is five thousand dollars, yep. and that just goes to the art. So it is about educating, um, and there are different flowers that can be used substitutions. So yes, we go through that on a on a daily basis, <laughs> no joke. But it's about taking your client through the process of okay, this is your vision. Let's see how we are able to um, necessarily, if if you're unable to accomplish it a hundred percent, we're going to 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 get the the core of your vision and let's maybe just choose certain areas whether it's a chandelier or above the dance floor whatever the case might be let's see what areas are most important to you so mm-hmm. we say within your budget and within your vision yep and then i do mention this in my consultations to to clients if at any point i feel like we are compromising the vision um of um of, of the the floral I will let you know. And I have come out and say, this is not realistic. Yeah. Because I'm not compromising your vision as well as our reputation just to to accommodate a vision that's not necessarily re- right. realistic. Does yeah. so that make sense? Can you talk a little bit about timelines and like how much lead time you need? Like if is it different for social versus corporate? Like how far in advance should you be booking your floral? Uh, weddings as far in advance as possible. Like it, I, there's no too far advance, but is there too mm, short? Maybe or? we the shortest one that I've done here at Emerald Gardenia has been uh, two months, and it wasn't a huge okay. wedding. It was at the Swan Reserve, but it was special circumstances, okay. and we had to get it done within um, two months. It, it's really that's the, I trust me, I can do it within two weeks, depending on how. how. But it's not <laughs> ideal. It's it not ideal. Done. Just yeah. as far in advance as possible um, with corporate clients. Just once again, it depends on the amount of um, of tables and the logistics of it. If it's multi-day, if it's um, just a single day use, it's completely different. So it really depends. But we do prefer as much in advance, just like I feel like everybody in the yes. industry. So like <laughs> two months, three months is, is okay. Yeah, it's okay. More, we, yeah. we usually ask for, um, in our contract, we have a 30-day um, um, out. You, you have to let us know because then mm-hmm. we start um, organizing our, our um, just everything. We do work with uh, freelancers, so we want to mm-hmm. make sure that we're grabbing the good ones because I'm very particular of who works with us. And I yeah. I would rather just stay all night and do it myself if I don't get the right so freelancers. Do, do floral prices like fluctuate? like gas like do they 
constantly up and down? Like, how do you plan that out if you're booking this uh, six months in advance? You have to keep that in mind. And there, yes, it does. They fluctuate a lot. And another um, disclaimer here in the floral industry, we don't try to rip you off on Mother's Day <laughs> or Valentine's Day. <laughs> The prices do go up. There is a whole explanation of I I don't recall what I don't remember what it is, but um they do the farms raise the prices, and uh, in turn everybody else does. Mm-hmm. So when you end up paying double or hopefully not for something that you you're used to paying less, it's not us florists trying to rip you off. It's it truly does. The product and, comes to you more expensive than um, it would correct. Yeah. And then especially for for instance a rose um. During Valentine's Day and Mother's Day, even two weeks prior to the the Those actual day, mm-hmm. if you have an event there that has certain flowers, including roses, that are very popular around those two holidays, prices go up. And you have to keep that in mind as okay. you're pricing because the last thing you, you want is to either have to charge your client more, which we don't do. We anticipate. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, it, it, it's just it's just not not good for for anybody. So, so you have to be prepared to for those and just be very mindful of the dates two weeks prior and usually right after it just it falls back into. So normal. avoid Mother's Day, avoid Valentine's Day. What's the day for guys like me to like go on the downslope where it might not be as expensive? <laughs> <laughs> there, is and a overabundance of flowers to the wife. And, yes, no, not, be very happy, not before but. then. If you want to do like a uh, leg between your legs like after and you save money, but it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're going to need a bigger arrangement. I'm <laughs> just going to dig myself a, di- a bigger hole. Yeah, yeah, don't, just don't. <laughs> All right, so let's talk a little bit about this um, when you took over the business. So you were there for about 15, 16 years. It looked like uh, this gentleman was thinking about retirement or, or switching gears into something else. How did that conversation go down there? Were you ready to do that? Were you surprised by this? Or It's a funny story because I was actually, I'm somebody who loves to grow personally and professionally. I'm, I'm not somebody who just sits there and it's just like my, I go crazy when I do the same thing on a daily basis. That's why I like my industry because it's always just every day is different. Um, so I was at a point I was managing the business or co-managing with that with Lee and it got to a point where I just didn't have anywhere else to go. And I'm not joking. I started learning how to do balloon garlands on YouTube for two months straight. Oh my I would goodness. Go Balloons home. are hard. I would go home and I would just stop for an hour. Um, every night I would just look tricks or whatever. And I would build these garlands in my backyard. Wait, what, and you, what is it called? A garland? Balloon. Balloon garland. Balloon. Yeah, balloon arches. Arches, okay. Yeah, I guess, okay. yeah. Yeah, mm, I, I so imagine that'd be difficult. <laughs> for two months, yeah, my fingers were hurting because they do hurt when you tie them. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, long story short, I was getting ready to quit. And I don't, he didn't, we knew each other very well. And I don't know if he sensed it, who knows, he probably did. And he offered, he said, it was a very casual conversation. And he looked at me and he said, I'm, I just want to move on and do my venue and and he said would you like to and I my eyes were wide open I never really imagined me mm-hmm. in that position and went home talked to my husband we, we're quick decision makers and we come I mean obviously we, we thought about it <laughs> we mm-hmm. got, had a very deep conversation but we came back and we said let's do it so um, you bought the business and well then... we were in the process of buying it we had okay. a 15-year buyout and we were um in route to do it in five years because that was uh, gotcha. okay. our personal goal. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic came and then everything just, you oh, know, we we pretty much um, lost, which you never do. I know in business, but, you know, live and learn. Uh, mm-hmm. we, I took my uh, all of my retirement account, um, 401k out mm-hmm. to help keep the business afloat and uh, our savings. And it just you know, pretty much lost it all. Um, not for sympathy. It's just more like... The reality. I mean, it was a tough time. For yeah, everyone. it was. Yeah. It was a tough mm-hmm. time for everybody. And the reason why I like to bring this up is that yes, you do. It's like I'm. I'm in the philosophy of um, you. Um, you win or you learn, or however that saying goes. Um, and you just you can't sit there and cry about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, we we lost it. We decided. Okay, you know what? Let's go. Um. Then we we started a new company. And so did you see an opportunity? Here. It must have been about twenty twenty two, maybe or late twenty twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. Just saw an opportunity to just start it, or um, was, we just like how does that work? We made it. We had from really, scratch. From scratch, okay. with 
really like very few dollars there. Like you planted the flower <laughs> seeds. Like. I'm there not, you go. We actually do grow some uh, some uh, certain foliages that, that are easily grown here mm-hmm. that we like to to use. So we can just go to our backyard and, and cut them. So we do. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah, so that's um, that's how we transitioned from from Legion Floral into Emerald Gardenia. It was a very difficult decision to do to mm-hmm. to to leave. Um, Something that I was uh, that just it felt like I, yeah. it was mm-hmm. home, and mm-hmm. it just it was it was one of the most difficult decisions that we had to make. Um, and um, but it, it was the right one, as much as it hurt back then. Well, you look back at it a couple of years later. You see, uh, yeah, yes, and right. it was. Mm-hmm. It was um, now. I'm. It's different because it's it's our baby. It's it's our vision. It's it's our style, and we're. It's just completely different, and I felt like it needed to happen as much as that like ugh, to say that but it needed to happen because that's the only way that i gotcha. that we could flourish gotcha. um, differently to, uh, that makes sense love that <laughs> flourish <Yeah>. yes <laughs> just to make a segue and i think that's where i met you was at one of selena's um glittering events mm-hmm. probably right when you were starting it would have been because that was post-pandemic mm-hmm. and so you obviously network you're uh, out on, you know, you're very involved with NACE and some of the other wedding in- industry associations. Is that correct? Yes. So I um, do attend. I'm very mindful with my time because uh, I am wearing quite a few different hats. But I do understand the and, and believe in the power of networking. And I'm not just that, but I truly love it. I love to talk. And <laughs> <laughs> you don't seem shy. And network. <laughs> So that's uh, as soon as I was able to to get everything just um, structured in our business and able to get out and, and start networking, I did. And uh, yes, yeah, so I do nays, uh, wedding um, venue map. I said yes. And I feel like those are the three that I usually uh, attend. I don't belong to any associations, but that's that is the plan. Once uh, we get uh, a little bit more out. settled, they might be uh, you know, seeking you out now. All the membership mm. people are listening. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I'm up for it. So, uh, yes, hands down, anybody that's um, listening and it's on the verge of whether uh, investing your money and time in networking, if mm-hmm. it's worth it, hundred percent. That's the reason why Emerald Gardenia is um, two and a half half years later has grown. A little bit in a faster yeah, pace because you can of the networking. It, it, it is, yeah, totally. Gotcha. So outside of uh, the floral company, uh, you're from Jalisco, Mexico. Did I say that kind of close to right? You did. You did. Very natural. Tequila capital. That's where tequila is from. That's yes. I uh, we were actually visiting our um, families. Both my husband and myself are from Mexico, and uh, we passed the town of Tequila. We were sick, so we couldn't necessarily stop by and, and drink our lives away. But <laughs> <laughs> might <laughs> have been sick. the cure you needed. <laughs> we had our eight year old too, as well. So you know, it's a little different. Um, but yes, I'm from um, a town called San Diego, um, Jalisco. Okay. And uh, I was born and raised there. And, and it's where tequila, but also mezcal or not? Mezcal. Or? Well, see, mezcal is, um, it's produced uh, a lot um, in Jalisco as well, but the main producer is statewide and uh, it's down south. It's called uh, Oaxaca. 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 That's a, it's a beautiful state. Never been, but I want to. And uh, it's, uh, it's a very artisanal process. I've actually been to um, a couple different uh, places there in Jalisco where they make it. And it's very, it's just, it's beautiful. And it's a very small production. Obviously, they have the big, bigger producers that have stainless steel barrels or whatever mm-hmm. they're called. Uh, but it's, I love anything that's very artisanal, that's just uh, very natural. The, from when you walk in, the, the actual structure of the building, they sleep next to those barrels and it literally just drips. It drips. You wow. see it. And then it just like, you have this. Delicious Man. drink that will get you knocked out in two seconds. <laughs> That's why they're sleeping right next to the barrel. Before the show, we were talking about a place in Altamont Springs called Vida. Right? Yes. Vida, new Mexican Is it more than Mexican or just is it Mexican Yeah, authentic. Authentic Mexican Right? Uh, yes, um, it is. It's uh, Vida, Cocina, and Tequila. Uh-huh. Visually speaking, you walk in and you, you do fall in love. And I hope, I mean, obviously not everybody's cup of tea, but. I would say even driving by, I've driven by multiple times and it. It just stands out. So I haven't even gotten close to walking in yet. And you can already tell from the outside. And there's always a line. Like, Interesting. always. My best friend, her husband is a firefighter at the station that's right next to it. And he said every time they're going around, like, there is 
always people there. Oh man. Yeah, and, and it's only been open how long? Like since January. Yeah. Okay, so it's new. Okay. So it's, it's very so it's new solid. and they uh we were I think we went two weeks after um they opened and they told us that they they did a lot of marketing though. So mm-hmm. that's in in it, so it, it's it's beautiful. It's you yeah. walk in and a lot of restaurants in Mexico and, and certain tourist um areas aren't like that it's it's just you walk in and you just look around it doesn't not one of those restaurants where you walk in and you just sit down and that's it it makes you want to walk around and just look at the different textures and i love too it seems like um different tables and different areas that you could sit at you could have a different experience like the table we sat was a high top but i saw over on one side you know there was like a tree in the middle of the restaurant and then just like different types of tables and decor that it was just like okay i feel like if i come here again i'm gonna get same great food and drinks but a little bit of a different visual experience and then even the outdoor space is beautiful um but i saw that you did floral there for I think Valentine's Day yes and um, that also just tied in I just wanted to comment that I just think that your presence on social media is great I love the different things that you explain behind the scenes so um, just kind of tying all that in yeah thank you this um, uh, Veronica the owner um, called uh, me and uh, we went and just looked at the space and it truly doesn't need a lot because it's just beautiful as it is but of course we um, wanted to enhance the the front with flowers and we did uh, roses. Love to do these, um, uh, what I call, um, there are different ways of, of people call it different things, but it's uh, reflexing roses. It's basically just grab a, a rose and then you peel back every petal and then you make it into this larger one. Um, and that's what we did for them. And a lot of the our Valentine's order this year was it, actually that. That is my flower. Yeah, so. I, and mine as well. <laughs> you got to teach Dave the, the I gotta technique. I got to teach it to replace. They, they also have a mezcal old-fashioned. Yes. yes, I had it. It was fantastic. I had two. It was great. <laughs> is that good? Okay. It was. I think I had like the organic uh, margarita to start. It was okay, but I went for that and that was more of what the doctor ordered. Gotcha. So Maribel, <laughs> any final thoughts, anything you want to tell our listeners or about your company, or about you that we haven't discussed? Hmm. Let's see. Um, what we do, and I don't want to sound like I'm like pitchy or anything like that, but <laughs> pitch away. <laughs> our goals at Emerald Gardenia are to create, um, educate and inspire and to go over each uh, one of those create. Obviously we love to create, uh, along with our clients, uh, come, uh, bring their visions to life through something we call floral poetry, which it just, just basically floral arranging. I just like to call it floral poetry because it's just ev- everybody that creates an arrangement. It's just, it's a composition of uh, different floral that just together creates this beautiful poem. So that's how I, that's how I look okay. at it. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and then in terms of educating, I feel like I touched uh, quite a, f- um, a lot on this, uh, educating um, ourselves, continuing to educate ourselves as well as our um, clients. Uh, it's very important because we can't keep complaining about uh, why did why we're not selling whatever or or the flowers are dying and and we're not educating our our clients about what to do or how to how to extend the life or whatever the case may be. So education, for sure, it's a lot and it's something that I want to do a little bit more and more through our social media. I'm not as, as pre- I, I try to be, but I like my actual face. I'm trying to get I out there more. I think you do a great job. But and I, want, I think I see I your face more, more than others. So you're doing great. <laughs> I want to do more and more and just to, to touch on these three core uh, goals that we have. And then uh, the inspire part. I think that's, that's huge as well in, in our industry or just in any industry in general, because it's not just important to, to obviously to sell, and to educate, but you want to inspire future florists, future generations, because there are some um, industries where it's like, oh, like they're they're slowly disappearing because there's no there was no one there that inspired you to be that. In this case, a florist, I was inspired by amazing, great uh, floral designers that fortunately I'm still in in touch with, um, and then obviously some international ones as well that I can't even pronounce their names. Um, so it's important to inspire future generations. So that's um, those three goals. It's something that I want to bleed into everything that we do or um, through our marketing and, and 
um, whatever else that we do. So it's just, it's very important for us. Well, well I you. already feel educated and inspired. Yeah, time flew by so and quick. Then really quick. Um, the <laughs> yeah. last thing, because Amanda, you were talking about extending Vase Life. Um, in terms of, um, the, the best thing you can do is things that you did. You change the water. If you can daily, if not, then that's fine every other day. If you are able to cut the bottom, that's fine too. If you've done that and then the flowers still die, they either were not as fresh or it, the the vase live was just not. Certain flowers don't don't necessarily last that long. And uh, when you get an arrangement with a combination of different flowers, just um, pull out the dead ones. And yes. some people just l- let it sit there and then it just looks ugly. It's very natural and normal for you to just, uh, for some flowers to die faster than others. So just pull the dead ones out. You still have a beautiful arrangement left. And is it important pulling the leaves off? Because I think I read somewhere Mm -hmm. like once a leaf touches the water that that almost like infects the water a little bit. It creates a gas. um, And it it does, it's not like super, you have to take it out like immediately. Right, right. But yes, it is recommended that you, that no leaves um, underwater. It it helps a lot too. But then if you're cleaning the the water, exactly. But yeah, just just avoid the leaves underwater. Yeah. Well, thank you again so much for coming on. That was great. I really feel like I got to know you even more. And you've been seeing you a lot on the the, uh, networking trail lately. So it's good to see you. Uh, Who do we have next week, Selena? So next episode... We have Vespina McLaughlin from the Dr. Phil's Performing Arts Center. Very cool. And we're going out there, right? We're going to get to see this new uh, Judson's live venue. Yep. We'll be recording inside Judson's. That's the plan. It's going to be awesome. It's great. I love it. I was there for the opening. I didn't even know. They called me the day before and they're like, oh, we need this and that. And I was there and then all of a sudden I see um, a a few, um, a body dyer and who else, a few other politicians show up and I'm like, What's happening? Who's Judson? <laughs> I'm looking up Judson literally, and and I thought it was a celebrity or something. And then I see that Insta venue, I felt so dumb. <laughs> but anyways, it's beautiful. Um, yes, I, I recommend it. This it's is great. Just, I can't yeah. wait. Well, thank you again. I think that's it. Amanda, do you have anything? No. Selena. Thank you. All right, we're all right. We'll see you next episode. Next episode. All right, bye bye. <laughs> you are listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Thank you.